The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We're going to have a fun show for you today. And uh, before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Well, look at us on that screen. We look like ghosts or something. What's going on with the camera? Terrible. Look at that. Look at that. It's all blurry. I look about 12. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> you can't see any lines or wrinkles. Let's do this every week. Have a blurry camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Look at me. I look 18. And Jeez, you guys' his audio isn't the best either. It's a little bit gargly. So there's a connection issue going on around there. All right. Well, every week there's, a, there's an issue. I mean, come on. We, That's we're right. We're going to call should... the show The Issue. I like it. We're changing the name from the Jimmy Star Ron Russell Show to The Issue. <laughs> what about the picture now? Did it change? Is it any better? I know we're not in it, but is it any, do nope. you see it any better now, Chad? Nothing changed. Can... Still blurry. I Oh, I, I can't. Hold on, hold on. I didn't save it. Just I talk, Ron. Just talk a little. Talk, talk a little about what? I look 18. <laughs> I can't stand. Oh, that's like a whole different camera or something now. <laughs> anyway, we've, I'm exhausted, and Jimmy's exhausted. We've had a week of nightclubs and shows and bands and singers and dancers and, and everything. It was a fabulous weekend, and I'm beat. Our weekend ended last night at the Duplex Nightclub in Greenwich Village, New York, where um, friends of ours were appearing. Aaron Paul, who knocked everybody right out of the the, the room, and of course, uh, to, to not Toto. That's Togo. Toto's Togo. from Wizard of Oz. Yes, Togo Ultra Rock. Toto Ultra Rock and his band was Togo. What the hell do I care? Toto, Toto, Toto. Nobody would like it if they called you Sissy Fag. Or they something. do. No, they, they don't. They do. Are you kidding? My dentist did practically <laughs> almost. But anyway, I got to tell you later about my dentist. What a beauty he is. Talk about homophobia. But anyway, um, imagine having a homophobic dentist. That's really scary. Um, we had a great time. The bands were fabulous. The clubs were jammed. The dancing was going on. The after parties. It was Aaron's birthday party. And now, thank God, for the next few days, we have rest. Except on Monday, I'm going into the hospital for like two hours because I'm getting an angioplasty. They go in through the wrist and they go up near your heart and they put a stent because it seems I have some kind of a blockage. I think it's from all the Italian sausage and all the, uh, you know, rich foods that I eat. Anyway, it's no big deal. Everybody gets them, and uh, I'm excited about it. Chad, the picture got better. Oh, see how he cares? He don't care. Um, yes, it is getting better. Yes, it's like in and out. So it's probably just uh, a signal power, or signal strength. 
All right, so All right, now, so we got a chat room full of people. We have, well, I'm speaking about maybe I'll be dead Monday. You're not going to be dead Monday. We have well, to if like, I am dead Monday, it's your fault, and I want everybody to know that you murdered me. We have to like say, we didn't even introduce Chad yet or anything. I don't care. I'm Hi, dying I'm Monday. Monday is my death day. I'm going to die in the operating room. Don't even say things like well, that. Well, I'm saying it now in case I do. Everyone out there, call the police. It's Jimmy Starr who murdered me. <laughs> nice knowing and you, Ronnie. And, and Chad helped because Chad's laughing. You betcha. I'm and I just finished it. saying to Jimmy, Chad is the best thing on W4CY. I just finished saying that. If it wasn't for Chad, this show would never happen. You're going to take it back now? It's true. That Chad saves our lives. No, you, no, say, you save our lives all the time. And, and that's why life. we love you so much. I love you because you're a great guy. I, mean, I love you because you're a great guy and a good friend. But uh, I love the fact that you come in and you tell Dumbbell over here what to do, how to get the picture going. You know, <laughs> I mean, what am I going to tell uh, you? You guys are a hoot. You guys are a lot of fun. Well, that's, so, that's so, what happens. So we've got a... Um, now the picture sucks again. Oh, well. Oh, it's good on our side. It looks I good. look wonderful. I look 12. I think it looks good. I love it. Anyway. I don't even look like me. I can impersonate So somebody. we can go back to all of that. we got to do some intros. First of all, we got to say hello to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's up, Chad? What's going on, fellas? Then we got a chat room full of people. Irish Ginger from the Irish Ginger Show, Mondays at 3 p.m., which this week on Monday, she's going to have Captain of the Lost Waves and Ghostly Beard on. They're both really great artists, so check it out. They were on our show, if you remember, and we had a great time with them. Actually, Captain was, but not Ghostly Beard, yes. No, but Captain, I was talking yeah, we about. Must you, must you always correct me? Well, I, want, I don't want people to think we had him on, because then he's probably Do you think listening. I care what people think? I care. Do you think the people care what we say? Do you think sure our audience, do. you know, four and a half million people watch us weekly. And we, you know, whatever, like all that bragging we do, people really don't care. Sure they they wait for the nasty stuff, the curses, the crazy no, stuff. Fight, on, fight, fight. What, what'd you say? Fight, oh, fight, fight. Fight, fight. We got well, we a bunch of other people in the chat room. So we've got uh, Goddesses in the chat room who loves your Chulo picture Goddess. and says you're going to be fine. Drew King says you're going to be fine. Drew, Drew, you're got, right. Wait, wait, hang on. Drew is in Kiev, Russia. Well, he's in here too. Are you? Looking at us from Russia, uh, whatever your name is, Drew, darling. I love you. My best friend, Drew. I forgot his name. Drew, honey, are you in Kiev, Russia, or was that that you were eating Kiev eggs? <laughs> I don't know. Either way. Oh, hold on. We have Illy Roos from Estonia is in the chat room. Iris, is in, Iris, which is Hope2259 on Twitter from Germany, is in the chat room. Um, I don't know who else because like, it's not going fast enough, but we're going to have a fun, fun time. And uh, we got two great guests today. We have Nathan James coming on. Then we have Sonny Mabry coming on. You guys know her from Once Upon a Time in America and all kinds of other great TV shows and movies. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And all throughout the, the time, Ron's going to tell you about all his adventures because yeah, well, I cannot so tell cool you things. about the chulo underwear modeling that I did. The videos will never be public. Ever? Apps? Never. 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 Chulo pulled a fast one, or they thought they were pulling a fast one, but don't mess with an old queen that's been in show business for 54 years, because we know how to get even. They said they were making me a custom pair of underwear that I suggested so it would look decent if a man of my age. And the jumper top hoodie was supposed to be an extra large, so it could be baggy and not reveal my tummy. Well, when I got there, the underwear they gave me was small. I'm a large. And the jumper I wore barely covered my butt and my belly. I was a little upset about it. And I said, don't you have something else for me to model? And they said, no, we designed this for you. Well, 
when the pictures were taken, it seems that people decided to make comments about it, and they said sack of potatoes, monster meat, um, all kinds of references to my anatomy, not my cause. The reason I was there was because of ageism. I fight ageism, and I wanted to show the world that at 77 years old, you can be sexy and wear sexy underwear so your wife or your husband loves it. And, you know, your sex life gets better. And that's my, my prop platform. I'm fighting ageism. Well, of course, that wasn't it. So it went out all over the media, all over the place, pictures of me looking like I had a basketball in my uh, underwear. Not a basketball. What, a what? Wasn't a basketball? No, it was like a huge banana. No, you, you're even more vulgar than than the people. I hate. I'm Listen divorcing. Listen to this one, Chad. Well, I hope Brandy, it wouldn't look Brandy, like a big Brandy. basketball. No, everybody loved him. First right, my of all. dog and I are packing. We're going to Palm Springs. We're getting a one bedroom. I'm divorcing. And they're him, all in the chat room saying the they area. bet you were the the sexiest one there. Well, actually, I was the star because everybody made the most attention to me. And when we were in the the, the dressing room, you know, putting on our our underwear, all the models. They turned around and they looked at me and they rolled their eyes like, oh, my God, you know. And anyway, it, it was just not nice. I, I didn't want to. I felt like 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 I was. So listen. Wait, to wait, this just chat. one statement. I, I felt like a woman who was being appreciated because she had large breasts. Which it happens every day. So to women. Every but women day. don't mind it. Um, <laughs> no, they don't. Women go put bags in. I don't put bags in my nuts. You know, I mean, I, I don't have bags in my nuts, water bags in my Listen testicles. to this, Chad, right? So I had a lady filming up at the top of the stage, and I was at the bottom of the steps where they walked down the steps. This is really funny. And so I had to go up and get my iPad from her. And so I went up there, and there's about 15 women st sitting there all together talking about it. And all of them, and they don't know me from Adam. And they're all walking there. Did you guys see the older guy with the gray hair? Wasn't he sexy? He was beautiful, and he was funny, and he had a great personality, and he had the biggest package out of anybody in the entire show. <laughs> I guess it's true. And they said it a little bit ruder than that. I'm well, saying it nicely. You know, and they all loved him. And everybody in the chat room says, you look great. Well, I'm Italian, and if you go to Italy and you <laughs> see the men on the beach, they all wear like bikini, jockstrap bikinis. And in Italy, in Europe, France, Paris, I mean, not Paris, south of France, where we were, uh, nobody's shy about that. You know, women go topless and nobody really looks. And they're in thongs, which barely cover their, their, their crack. And men walk around swinging. So in the chat room, they're all saying you look great. Dee Marie's saying that she loves that you did it. Illy says you look great. Drew says you look great. And that it's the other Drew that's in Russia or wherever with a... Danae, not him. He's at home, and Danae's overseas with the Drew. Yeah, Danae is in Kiev. I mean, with, uh, with Drew, the other Drew, Drew and her husband, Danae Montague. No, no, not Drew. Who? Drew, like the nephew or whatever who runs the company, Drew, is with him in, in Russia. Oh, I thought it was my so Drew. So Drew is actually here. Ivor oh. says you look great. Oh, my, you're talking about my Drew. Yes. Not Danae's nephew. Janae's nephew is in where I, I got it. Hey, Drew King, my Drew, my sweetie, why didn't you go to Russia with them too? Answer us on, on the thing. They're all saying the pictures of you were not offensive whatsoever and very They sexy. were offensive with the comments. The comments were monster meat. I mean, come on. What am I, a porno person? <laughs> You know, I don't do daddy porn. Tina loved them. Stefan say and Tina loved the pictures of you. Oh, God. Yeah. Everybody loved it, and everybody in the chat room loved it. So well, I would have liked fabulous. it better if I had the proper-fitting underwear and the proper-fitting top that they promised me. But, you know, they like to expose people or, or not expose. What's the word? And yeah. they're saying eggplant is the term. <laughs> eggplant. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to really. 
You know, I should be flattered. If I were 21, I'd be fl- and single. I'd be very flattered because I'd have 9,000 guys calling me. Look who came, my dog Brandy. She really wants to be in show business. Anyway, it was a fun evening. I had a blast. Um, I'm happy. The underwear were very comfortable. Now they're sending me two more pair. I and I know. get the pictures for prosperity for my whole life. I can't wait. But I'm not running the videos because in the video, it is disgusting. It looks dreadful. <laughs> it's not polite or nice at all. And I believe in men showing their crotches. I don't think men should hide it at all. Women don't. I mean, when men, you know, as I said before, when I was shooting the Jane Russell interview in California, uh, one of the people said, cut. And I said, what? What did I do wrong? They said, you didn't do anything wrong, Ron. Stand up and pull your jeans down because your bulge is showing. And Jane Russell started to laugh. So I turned to her off camera and I said, so how come when you hung your tits out all those years, nobody told you to cover up? She said, they wanted more. <laughs> That's how Jane spoke. So it's really sad how men are not supposed to be men and show their anatomy, yet women can show, you know, camel toe, cracks up the butt, cleavage hanging out, and it's okay. Anyway. Double standards. You know, we're just this country is just so full of double standards. The pictures and everything were fabulous. Well, also, we want to give hello to Dave Hughes, who's in the chat room now from the UK, and uh, and, and Chad. So tell us, like, hurricane's gone. Is the weather okay for you, or is there another one coming for you? The hurricane's gone, and we're ready for the next one. So bring it. <laughs> we're well, we're well prepped. Now I have a complaint. Is yep. it true that the airlines were? Um, charging triple the amount of money to get people out of Florida. That's what I heard. Out of Florida, out of like those foreign countries that the hurricane. You mean like Puerto Rico and and the islands? Yeah. And they were scalping the people to get them out. That's disgusting. Whatever airline. Wait, hang on. Whatever airline did that, we must not fly. All of them. All of them did it? What if the people didn't have that kind of money? Governor, this is what I saw. Chad, I don't know if this is real because I'm not in Florida, but I, I saw a thing on the news that the governor of Florida was petitioning all the airlines, the 10 major airlines, not to scalp for people trying to get out because tickets that were a couple of hundred bucks went up to a couple thousand bucks when they were trying to get away from the last hurricane and they robbed everybody. Did you hear that? Hmm, well, I don't know what to tell you. You wait till the last minute and you're going to pay a higher price as far as I see it if you're not prepared and take the word and get out or unless you want to stay. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's their own businesses. I don't believe in you know raising the rates, but you know we ha- they do have to work twice as hard or maybe three times as hard to get all these people out, so they might have to charge three they times as much. The, the people go, listen, when I fly, they treat us like animals, okay? You got to get on a line, whip out your driver's license. Yeah. People are that's staring what, That's without you. a story. Goddess is saying that Spirit charged people. Uh, one person paid ten thousand dollars to get out. Another one paid thirty five hundred for tickets that are normally like two or three hundred bucks. Is that to, is, now? Is go, that to the company? Spirit or, should go out of business. Now wait, is that to the company or did they buy someone who bought a Spirit? I don't know ticket? that part. You don't know. Right. You know the the media doesn't give you all the information, so right. you don't really know. But you can't do that to your fellow man. What are we? We've lost right. all humanities completely. Not everybody. These people are escaping. <laughs> They're afraid of, of, of being killed by the storm mm. i mean they're not doing this to go to somebody's bar mitzvah oh bar mitzvah happy rosh hashanah everybody happy new year to all of my jewish friends sound the trumpets yeah well oh, no blow the chauffeur chauffeur trumpet chauffeur. no they do they blow the chauffeur yep. did you know that Jimmy? i don't even know what that means three different blows jewish people blow the chauffeur is that the, it's the, the feast of trumpets the horn is called the chauffeur you find i don't know like, I, well, they they call, I believe they call rosh hashanah the feast of trumpets as well 
Wait, so we have to call our first guest. So, Chad, okay, let's, play, here we let's go. play some music while we're calling him. Hey, everybody. So we went and saw Togo Ultra Rock in concert two nights in a row in Togo. New York. It was fantastic. Uh, his hit single is called Cannonball. We're going to play you guys the video while we're uh, getting our first guest on the line. So enjoy Togo Ultra Rock's Cannonball. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, the first time when I saw you, I was fine. And the second time I knew you would be mine. Oh, one-sided cyber romance Yes, I was hoping for a strolling glance And I saw you standing outside the club As I was leaving with my tickets done I remember hearing laughter As you came running after You called my name and threw those out at me Like a cannonball Jimbo, there you go. 
All right, everybody. That's Togo Ultra Rock Cannonball. We saw him twice last night. We had, I mean, twice in the last two nights. We had a great time. They're on their way to Norway to play some shows in Norway and the UK. And we had a good time, right? You had a good time? I always have a good time. I know you always have a good time. I make a good time. So, all right, now we want to make sure we, uh, we can hear you. So, Nathan, let's say something. We'll do an introduction in a second. I want to make sure everybody can hear you. Hello, guys. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Can you Go hear me? Perfect. Good. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Good. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, author, journalist, playwright, and radio personality, Nathan James. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hey, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I know you already know us, but I have to do the intros anyway because I like to do it. So we're going to introduce you to our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Oh, I've been looking forward to meeting you. I've never met you before. <laughs> <laughs> Last night we sat opposite each other. Anyway, good seeing you again today. I'm exhausted. Aren't you exhausted from last night? Yeah, Hello? it was a late night last night, but it was worth the trip. I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed the show last night with Togo Waltrock and, of course, with the magnificent Aaron Paul. Absolutely. That bitch. Anyway, we drove home, you know, to Philadelphia, to New Hope, two and a half hours after the show. Jimmy was exhausted. He, he lives couldn't. in Pennsylvania, too. Oh, where do you? Oh, don't tell me where you are, but <laughs> we're not well, allowed. Now he's at Aaron's house. That's Aaron's house. Yeah, but Aaron's in New Jersey. Okay, that's where, that's where he is then now. He's in New Jersey. All right, watch Aaron come on the screen. She's he such will a later. Hand. Oh, she's this a is our This is our dog, Brandy. If you can see her head, you can kind of see her sticking our... Anyway, last night, Aaron came out in an outfit with a gold lame bustier, woman's bustier, and bell-bottom pants with bolts on the bottom and a gold and belt, and he looked very fabulous. I, all he needed was a wig, and he could have been <laughs> Diana Ross. There you go. <laughs> All right, so then we got to introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Nathan James, welcome to the show, sir. It's a pleasure, Mr. Murphy. It's great to be here. Good to have you. And we have a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody in the chat room. There you go. All right, everybody. So, yes, we were with Nathan last night, and if you guys remember the story... Um, that we told a couple weeks ago when Ron was in the mountains one day, he saw someone who looked like Aaron, and uh, and Aaron was actually with Nathan, and they were like in the woods, and Ron didn't recognize Aaron, and he had only met Nathan once, so he yeah, didn't recognize Nathan. I didn't recognize Nathan. Nathan either. I know, that's good. and you had just met him two I days I thought before. it was some guy So this is the guy that we up. were talking about, everybody. This is the guy, Nathan James, who was with Aaron <laughs> Paul, and we actually met him at... Let me see if I get it. My brother's house, right? It's a my brother's house. It was in a, a a charity event in Philadelphia where Aaron was performing, and that's where we were first uh, introduced to the fabulous Nathan James. You remember that event? Yeah, that was the one I didn't like. How come you didn't like it? Because so I that's just, when you were sick and we left. Well, no, I didn't <laughs> like the way they handled everybody at the stars. You know, I didn't care for it. <laughs> well, I like people that you know. Look, listen, a lot of clubs don't do anything for the performers. They don't have the proper equipment, the proper lighting. Years ago, all of this was perfect. There was no slip-ups. You went to see a show, it went smooth because everybody rehearsed lighting, they rehearsed sound. Today, they don't do that. They have some drunk in the soundboard who doesn't know what he's doing. He never pushes a lever, he just twists dials. <laughs> And, and nobody sounds good. Uh, Chad, you know what I'm talking about. You have to be in charge of everything. It's your show. You've got to know lighting, sound, and timing. That's why I stopped drinking tequila. That's why, work. 
No, it's true. The clubs today don't offer what they offer. I mean, I worked clubs for 46 years. I worked every nightclub in New York City. And it was professional. Trust but it was me. just different then. Well, you know what it was? The people would walk out. If, if some of the crap that goes on today happened then, people would actually get up and walk out and go someplace else because there was 50 clubs on the block. All right, so let's go. Let's get off of that anyway. Right, but All anyway, right. clubs, get smart, respect, and treat your entertainment. So let's go back. Right. So Nathan, Nathan, first of all, you guys, is a phenomenal writer. He writes for, and I, I might, Nathan, I might miss some. I'm just going to throw the ones that I know everybody knows out. But uh, he writes for NBC, Huffington Post, BuzzFeeders, uh, GBM Press. I'm not sure what that, what is GBM Press? GBM News. GBM News. Okay, their Twitter is GBM Press, I think. Okay. You know, I know everybody's Twitter handle. Uh, uh, Slay TV, Louder Than War, which is a great music publication. Um, you're actually writing a book, too, right now, aren't you, about Aaron Paul? That's correct. I'm doing an autobiographical book about Aaron Paul called I Don't Care. And what I really like about this book is that Aaron doesn't just want to tell the story about his life and times. He wants to share some of the lessons he's learned along the way in the hopes that the readers that read the book may benefit from them. Had you ever heard of the, his boy band before you met him? The boy band, I mean, that he was in yeah, Worlds Apart? Actually, I had actually heard of Worlds Apart years ago. I most certainly did. I absolutely love them. I was in Europe and I like bought all the, I bought the albums and all the singles and everything. And so when we met him, I was all excited. And he was like, you actually know Worlds Apart? And I was like, yeah, I freaking like love him. He was super talented. And they have the song, hit song from that movie, The Queen, with uh, Helen Mirren. <laughs> Who was the Queen, Aaron? No, no, The Queen, the movie. Remember the movie, The Queen? Oh, the real the Academy, Queen. No, the Academy the Award Queen of England. Movie. Yeah, yeah, Helen Mirren played the Queen of England. Right, she was wonderful. Aaron's boy band has the song from that movie. Oh, I thought Aaron was in it playing the Queen also. <laughs> I tease Aaron to death, so please don't get offended. I love Aaron beyond belief. Aaron's my sweetest buddy, but this is what my kind of humor. If Aaron talks about his tricks in the book, it's going to be a bestseller. <laughs> Trust me. They are by the millions. He's got them international. I mean, he goes to Paris. He's got 40 guys. He goes to Rome. He's got 30 guys. He goes to Greece. He's got all of Greece because he's got the cutest ass. So, you know, that's my Aaron. There you go. So also, so okay, so you do everything. So so one thing I should say is that uh, because a lot of the things that you do are are rooted in, in helping and, and exposing and helping the LGBT community. I know you write for a lot of um, uh, gay and gay positive and gay helpful and trying to give back to the community. Uh, you work for organizations. You write for the different things. So number one, we I think we, we should just say thank you because there aren't yes, there I are not so you. many advocates, you know, uh, really out like trying to do stuff to actually help the gay community and, and you're a leader in that and, right. and we, we, we as part of the community really appreciate it. And I also want to thank you for putting in all of your publications what you wrote that Ron Russell is the most gorgeous man in the world. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm, I'm shy. I, I'm really blushing. <laughs> but that was very sweet of you. That's funny. <laughs> right? So, so what kind of like do you, what kind of like because you do a, you do a lot of political things and we're not really a political show, but you also write a lot of great entertainment stuff. I believe you you told me you were going to be covering New York Fashion Week last week, which we were at because Ron. Um, were you there? He wasn't at your fashion show. Oh, thank God! But you were at Fashion Week, right? Yes, that's right. Um, I was at Style Fashion Week on the Intrepid Aircraft Carrier. I went to Small Boutique Fashion Week down in Chelsea, which, by the way, Aaron Paul hosted. Oh, cool. Uh, 
at, at uh, in the in the afternoon and in the evening. And between that, in between all of that running around, we went to the original LGBT Expo in the Javits Center, right next door to RuPaul's DragCon. So it was an outrageous. We saw we saw him there. Oh, did, I, no, we didn't see. Him. Didn't we see him there? Oh, we were at the LGBT Expo and RuPaul's DragCon too, but I don't think we saw. I don't remember seeing you there. So we not must you, but we saw Aaron. No, we didn't. Wasn't he with Eileen? No, we saw Tim Moss. Oh, Tim Moss. He makes me pee myself. <laughs> when Tim Moss rips off the pants and has a skirt and he's in the red high heels and he's wiggling his ass and he's pinching his ninnies going, a little tit and a little ass can get you far. <laughs> I was screaming. I couldn't breathe. Tim Moss is a riot. Besides being a sweetheart of a guy, he's one of the nicest people you ever want to meet. But that number, I told him when I saw him, I crack up from it. Because the way he does, like the old drag of years ago, when, when I was young, that's how they used to camp around all the gay people. I love it. It was fun. I love that. A little tit and a little ass gets you everywhere. <laughs> so how do you like covering Fashion Week? Like, Do you like to follow all the... I mean, you're like a, a relatively stylish guy. You always have cool hats on and cool tops Always. And uh, every time we see you, you're you're like totally. I mean, you're you're. It's a it's a distinct, sophisticated style. So you don't look like all like the little trendy people and everything. But you always look distinct. So do you enjoy covering all the fashion stuff? Yes, I do, and I've done it for a long, long time. Uh, you can read about my crazy weekend with Aaron and everybody on BuzzFeed. Uh, Rainbow Days and Runway Nights is the title of the article. But yes, I've gone to Fashion Week many a year, and what I love about it is not just the pageantry. But the fact that it's one of the uh, few areas in which our community, the LGBT community, has a chance to shine because so many of us are involved in that industry. And it's a way that we express ourselves creatively. And quite frankly, we do have an influence on what people wear to work, to Absolutely. play, to every day. Absolutely. And last night we met Yvonne, who I fell in love with. Yvonne was sitting at our. T I hope her name is Yvonne. I don't know. The woman with the forty-nine f boobs. Like the, the hello, you were sitting at the. T <laughs> wake up! Here we are. We're on. Hello. How do you know he knows her? He know he was sitting opposite her. She was at our table. You couldn't miss those knockers. She was in the black tights with these gigantic boobs. Beautiful. Is her name Yvonne? Is her name Yvonne Nathan? She's she's in charge of all the runways for Fashion Week. <laughs> yeah, that's Yvonne. You met her last night. Yes. Oh, hello. We, we, we're back again. <laughs> I think he's saying hello. <laughs> Ron loved her. We loved her. I she love was so Yvonne. fabulous. I'm going to have Yvonne on the show because Yvonne was so fascinating and interesting. And all the shit that she does, my God, she's in this, she's in that. She's a, a, a PR person. She, she's a makeup artist. I mean, the woman is an incredible broad. Actually, every time we see you, Nathan, every time we see you, we always meet really interesting people. Yeah. You run in a very interesting, fun, cool active crowd of people active in entertainment and, and entertainment in the gay community because every time we go when we went to the MBH vets we met some really cool people uh, my brother's house the uh, the uh, which you guys should follow them actually on Twitter um, but we met a lot of cool people that night we met a lot of cool people like last night and also seated at our table was my beautiful Marsha did you get to see Marsha hello Oh, Marsha, Marsha's the lady. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't like me. He doesn't ever talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he can hear. There might be a delay. You're not. I think there's that. a delay. My beautiful girlfriend, Marsha, was there. The tall, thin, beautiful woman. Anyway. Anyway. 
We'll go. We'll skip from that one and go. So, all right. So, so we had a good time meeting all the people that were there with you last night. Um, I, I know that that you write a lot of plays and that you've had several plays and books that you've published and written. Um, I read in your bio that you have a new play called Stories that you're going to be opening it in New York City next year in 2018. Tell us a little bit about Stories. Well, Stories is a delightful play, and it's based on the actual life experiences of the cast. And the way we put this together, it's a story about how people can suffer from all kinds of addictions, not necessarily just drugs, but maybe they're, they're addicted to food, maybe they're addicted to uh, self-deprecation, maybe they're addicted to other people. And how about they're addicted to sex? <laughs> I'm sorry? How about sex addiction? How about sex addiction? Well, why not? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, what, that's what I suffer from. Um, addicted to and what the, what I did in the creation of this play was I actually went around and interviewed every member of the cast and got their background information about their lives and turned that into a fictionalized characterization of each person and they all interact together in this play and it's a story about overcoming how in spite of everything that assails them they have found a way to persevere and to overcome Tim Moss is among the members of the cast I know you are familiar with Tim Moss absolutely, oh, absolutely. he's a friend of ours he is one of my very best friends in the world, and we are very, very pleased to have him. And yes, this play will be opening in the New York City theater system uh, late next year, and I can't wait. Good. We'll be there opening night. Also seated at our table was that young fellow, and I forgot his name, but I want him to come on the show to talk about dialysis. He's been on dialysis for five years. Uh, yeah. The rumor is that most people don't survive a year on dialysis, that the kidneys go and they die. I want him to come on. He's also written six books, and his latest book is titled Mirror, Mirror, mm -hmm. uh, which I cannot wait to get the copy to read. I'll read it uh, in January because we go on the airplane to Palm Springs. I only read on airplanes. Otherwise, I'm disturbed by everybody. So on an airplane, they can't get me. If the stewardess comes down and asks, not a stewardess, they're not, what are those sluts now? What are they called? Stewardesses. No, they're not stewardesses. Flight attendants. They get very angry. That's politically correct as flight attendants. So unless a flight attendant comes down and says, you know, want something, which they never do. But anyway, uh, the book Mirror, Mirror, I, I think is going to be a great book. Okay, because you can't Have you read it. it yet? Have you read the Mirror, Mirror book? I'm very familiar with the Mirror, Mirror book. I know Delvon Johnson very, very well. Delvon Johnson, that's the name I we couldn't, needed, I couldn't, Johnson. I couldn't think of his name. That's his name, and I've worked on a number of projects with him. He's wonderful. I really loved him. Which he created and is part of his little empire. And um, he had, there is a magazine that goes with that called FITFL, and I've written a number of features for that. That's all about style and fashion, too. Right. Well, that's what that. he was. He's a very interesting guy, and he was once a model, and uh, he singer, just singer, singer too. No, a model he was also. No, he, he was, was a, run, a runway. He did runway. And he was a singer. Uh, look at a, the cheek, the cheekbones on him, the skinny face. He looks like a male um, Grace Jones. He does. <laughs> did you see the features on him? The chin, the the cheekbones. He's cut like crazy. I'm telling you, look. If he put it, if he went in drag, he could do Grace Jones. Anyway, we met so many great people last night, new friends and and uh, people to come on our show with messages, important messages that we want to get out to the world. So we've got stories opening up. Uh, I noticed too, because you do a lot of different things. Like you, you have such a uh, a vast resume of things that you do that you uh, emceed and co-produced the 2014 LGBT Pride Week concert. 
And so you emceed Carnegie Hall. Like, that has to be, like, a cool thing because Carnegie Hall is, like, huge and everybody knows Carnegie Hall. Yeah, that was one of the crowning achievements of my career. I will, I will remember that if I live to be 90. That was the first time that an openly transgender woman of color, who is a classical violinist, by the way, her name is Tona Brown, played on the stage at Carnegie Hall. It was also the first time an LGBT Pride concert had ever been done. We did it in Pride Week. Um, the mistress of ceremonies was Tammy P.A., a very well-known LGBT comedian. And, of course, I did the emceeing and the history of how we got from the Stonewall Rebellion to finally being on the stage at Carnegie Hall. Which is awesome. Congratulations well, on that, by we, the way. Gay people have been on the stage at Carnegie Hall for centuries, but never announced that they were gay. But they had to closet it. And I know of two people that performed at Carnegie Hall. Uh, one was uh, a, my good friend who I was just talking about last night, Peter Allen. Uh, if everybody out there knows who Peter Allen is. Mean, hold on, let's see. Do you know who Peter Allen is? Sorry? Do you, you, know, who do you Peter know who Peter Allen, Allen is? is? I've heard the name, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, he was a, a very sweet, loving, he died from AIDS. And uh, he was... Uh, Liza Minnelli's he, husband. He, was, ex, he ma was married to Liza Minnelli once, good friends with Judy Garland. And... Um, he was just an. He played Radio City Music Hall to thirty five hundred people, sold out performances, and uh, he, unfortunately he contracted HIV before the cocktail was designed and invented, and we lost Peter. But in memory of Peter Allen, love you, honey. Well, I want to go back though, because hold on a second, because uh, first of all, was was last night last night at the at the show was Javon Armstrong there? Was that the other lady I met or no? Was she there? You the lady know. with the diamond I choker. I Javon Armstrong there. Okay, no, then she wasn't but there. I okay. Wanna, I, I should mention her because Javon has also been a significant presence in my artistic life. I used to uh, be a part of her show, Brunch in the Basement with Javon. I used to talk about news and politics, and we had wonderful guests like Cece Peniston. And Fabulous. We, oh, her too. we love her. We love Cece. And, and, and there are just so many. I've been blessed to work with so many um, electrifying and uh, vibrant people in our community whose creative spirit reaches far beyond what they do. And I just, uh, I should also mention, uh, you know, you guys were very kind to come to Philadelphia and be at the My Brother's House, LGBT Veterans House celebration. I should mention Dr. Ramoya Simpson. Who oh, is we love her. CEO. Yes, uh, we love her. We're very, very active. Uh, I, I am... The um, what am I again? Duke. I'm, I'm the Duke of the Emerald Kingdom, which is the gay transgender uh, organization. You've ever heard of us? It's in Palm Springs. Emerald Kingdom. No, it's all over the world. That's what the Night of the Thousand Gowns is. You know the Night of the Thousand Gowns? Hello. Maybe my mic's not working. That works. He's not responding. Finish the sentence. Well, yeah. Do you know about the Night of a Thousand Gowns? Okay. Have you heard of the Night of a Thousand Gowns, Nathan? <laughs> I wore a gown at the Night of a Thousand Gowns. Okay. Then that's who we belong to. The Emerald Kingdom is a division of the uh, all the drag, all the transgender and drag queen people from all over the world come to our benefits and our balls. It's fun. I guess it's my mic. My and mic I, might not be working. Part of New York. Uh, one of my favorite events of the year. Right. Oh, absolutely. We had, and they were, and they were actually at uh, Gay Expo. When we were at Gay Expo, they had a booth right. there. Um, we went and spent a lot of time talking to them, and I think we're going to go to next year's event. 
Oh, yeah, we're going to be a 1,000 gowns next year for sure. Uh, what did you look like in a gown, Nathan? I don't know if I think you're going to make a beautiful woman. Do you make a beautiful woman? <laughs> well, it wasn't that. I just did it because it was just so out of the box. that Right. You know, I did wanted it for the sake of doing it. I to cover a story wearing the gown. So um, I what I did was I actually shaved off as much body hair as I could, and a friend of mine named Aurora made a gown for me. Good and, for you. Uh, the, the awkward part, of course, is I said, let me go out and get some heels to complete the ensemble. And I put these heels on, and I tried to walk, and, of course, I almost broke my neck. But well, it takes <laughs> practice. But anyway, um, and I used to – oh, sorry. We have overlay. Go. We have time to change here. Um, <laughs> I, I used to talk to my very good friend, uh, Danae Montague King, who was the founder and owner of DMK uh, Facial Treatments. And I used to talk to him about the Night of the Thousand Gowns, how wonderful they were back in the 60s. Well, Danae went to the Night of the Thousand Gowns looking like the Empress of Russia. And he <laughs> won. He won that night. He won the best drag at the uh, Night of the Thousand Gowns. And was I proud of him because to me that was a big deal years ago. Absolutely. I love it. Right, Drew? That's listening, Drew King? When your honey won the uh, drag ball that night? And he went as Prince some Russian prints. The two of them were, were Russians. So anyway, you guys, on the phone we have Nathan James. You got to follow him on Twitter first of all. He's at Real Nathan James. You want to definitely, if you if you're into BuzzFeed, um, which everybody should be into BuzzFeed because BuzzFeed is like, I think it's like number 158 of all the websites in the world. It's like one of the most popular websites in the world. Um, to give you an idea, Perez Hilton is like 5,000. So BuzzFeed is like hugely bigger than Perez Hilton. And uh, Nathan writes up for BuzzFeed, so you should check out. He writes great stuff. He also writes for the Huffington Post, NBC Out, which I think is the coolest thing ever. Um, uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at Real Nathan James. What are you on Facebook? Do you have like a Facebook fan page or just a, a regular page or a writing page? Or what do you have on Facebook? I have my regular Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Nathan James FB. And I also have a fan page. Uh, which is Nathan James Fans, Facebook.com slash Nathan James Fans. I have to like that one. I'm not on that one. Okay, we're going to like that one too. So you guys want to read all of his different things. When he has his stories play opening up next year, we're going to like, uh, ha we'll have him back and like talk to everybody about it. He's going to have a new, when is the I Don't Care book coming out? We, we are planning to have that out by this coming holiday season. Oh, and wow. We will have lots and lots of announcements and a big book release and it's, going to coincide with new music by Aaron Paul. So it's really, really going to be a wonderful, um, it's going to be a really wonderful joint event. And I can't wait to see how people react to this book. I think you'll find out some new and fascinating things about our favorite pop star. I think so too. I'm looking forward to it. So everybody follow Nathan on, on Twitter at real Nathan James, check out uh, him on Facebook. We'll keep you posted. If you're following my Twitter stream, I retweet a bunch of his cool stuff all the time. We want to thank you. We want to thank Aaron for letting you set up in his like studio. And we want to thank you for coming on the show. We had a blast last night and we wish you luck in everything that you do. And I'm sure we're going to see you again in the next week or two. Cause we're always running into you. So we've had a great time. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. And have a wonderful afternoon. Thank Aaron, you. Is Aaron there? Uh, Aaron's in the other room. Oh, he should have been on a little bit for a minute. I wanted to torture him a little. By the way, I just want to tell all your listeners, today is Aaron's birthday. Go to his Facebook page. Wish him a happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday. We did. Last night we bought like five dozen do uh, cupcakes. <laughs> Didn't you get a cupcake last night? 
<laughs> celebrating his birthday because I'm Italian and we believe that, like Jewish people, you have to have sweets on your birthday or your bad luck. So, Aaron, you need to make sure you eat something sweet today. There he oh, is. there he is. I knew it. There you are, bitchette, my little bitchette. Last <laughs> night, last night, you're talking, apart from your singing and your show, when you were telling us what you were telling us that I forgot already because I'm old, but when I heard it, I loved it. I and, love the mother song. And when you brought Eileen up as your other mother, and your mom is such a sweetie pie, we love her too. My you music know, mom and my real mom, yep. Yeah, I thought that was very, very touching. Thank if I you. had tomatoes, I would have thrown them at you. <laughs> but I didn't have any. So I know, I, I was so unrehearsed. It was such a busy day. Yes, I, didn't get I loved it. I, I don't know that you want to put it in your act because it might make people cry. And, and people are not better cry. I've never seen that song without crying. And no, you were crying, honey. You were crying. <laughs> I, saw every, the, I saw you crying. Everybody in the chat room is wishing you a happy birthday. Yes. Oh, thank you um, so much. So we want to thank both of you guys. We will <clears throat> see you both soon. Have a very happy birthday. Oh, we yeah. can't wait to read the autobiography being written by, or the biography being written by Nathan. And Nathan, we want to thank you for coming on. You look fabulous, and we'll see you guys soon. Bye, bye, kids. Bye. Bye, bye. See you soon. Aaron, I love you. Bye-bye, honey. Hey, Chad. Hi, Captain. Um, people in the chat room were saying, like, the thing is, like, running slow, but the video looks better to me now than it did when we first got on. I agree. Your video definitely looks a lot better. Okay, so I'm not going to Aaron is one of the nicest people ever. I have ever met in my life. I and agree. he will be my dear friend till the day I kick the bucket or go to Rainbow Bridge, as they say. But Aaron is just a delightful... Uh, he's a his his gorgeousness and his personality shows in his performance. So when you see him perform, you see somebody working really hard to please you, because that's what he wants to do. It's all about we talk about it in private. That's all he wants to do is please people, and that's what makes him a superstar. You gotta love it. Also, unlike unlike those that do it for the bucks. All right, everybody. Also, uh, what is this thing? I don't want this thing to be here. What thing? I don't know what this thing is. Oh, this, this, there's always something popping up. Um, so anyway, you guys, uh, I want to tell everybody. Uh, that was good, Chad. I like that. Thank First you. First of all, you guys, you can hear us every week on W4CY Radio with the super talented Chad Murphy. Nice. We're on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Monster FM Radio in New York, K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis. We're also on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, Apple TV, Spreaker, and Podbean. And on television, we're on Vimeo, Roku, and YouTube. Uh, I also want to say the Jimmy Star. I want to thank everybody for hitting on the uh, Jimmy Star's World website with all the pop culture. Excuse me, news. It's a very fun blog. We're getting lots of hits, so thanks for all your support. And if you now go on there and click on the top tab, Jimmy Star Show Store, we got some really cool kind of like vulgar T-shirts and stuff available for sale. We want you guys to go and check it out and uh, see what you think. You can also get Jimmy Star Show logo V-neck T-shirts there, and it's a lot of fun. Um, um, Are you done? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so You're so chatty. mean, Ron. <laughs> Take it, Ron. <laughs> you done, baby? Yes, actually, we're going to play a song, though, in a second. What uh, song are we playing? Do I like it? Um, I don't know if you're going to What like song it. is it? Have I heard it? No, I don't know if you have. Who does it? Well, I have three to choose from. Well, who does it? I don't know which one we're going to play yet. Which I don't one do you want, Ron? Which one do you want? Let's do, let's do, let's do Free Willy, because we haven't done country. Let's do some Free Willy. That's up Chad's alley. Free Willy. Free Willy. The song oh, is Get in the Car. Get in the Car. Band is Free Willy. You can follow him on Twitter at Free Willy Band. 
And uh, they're a lot of fun. The name of this, the album is Remember the Alamo. The name of this song is Get in the Car. And for all you country music lovers, it's kind of like Americana alt country. I think you'll like it. We'll see what Chad thinks. You got it ready, Chad? <laughs> I do. Everybody, here's Free Willy. Get in the car. Let's go. Wherever you go, there you are. What do you say, baby? Get in the car. It is what it is, and that's okay. Get in the car, baby. What do you say? Get in the car, I'm gonna take you on the trip of a lifetime. We'll see the whole world, and we'll do it all on my dime. It ain't a crime. Get in the car, let's get out of this town Fasten your seatbelt now, push the pedal down Finders, keepers, losers, weepers Get in the car, baby, jeepers, creepers One in the hands, work two in the bush Get in the car, but don't get in no rush Get in the car, I'm gonna take you on the trip of a lifetime We'll see the whole world and we'll do it all on my dime It ain't a crime, get in the car, let's get out of this town Put your hair up and I'll put the top down Save those tears for a rainy day Get in the car, baby, what do you say? You're what I wish for on a star Wishes come true, baby, get in the car Get in the car, I'm gonna take you on the trip of a lifetime We'll see the whole world and we'll do it all on my dime It ain't a crime, get in the car, let's get out of this town Don't look back, we ain't never gonna turn around Well, the years have come and gone, so much has changed, but we go on. You've always let me drive, but now I see. You've always been the one who turned the key. You on the trip of a lifetime See the whole world and we'll do it all on my dime It ain't a crime Get in the car, let's get out of this town Don't look back, we ain't never gonna turn around Wasn't that fun, Chad? There you go. That's that's like a little Tennessee to, porch picker. We, tr yes, we tried is. to reach you for, for you to put the clip out of the movie I made when I said to my co-star, "Get in the car, get in the." And we did the whole thing about get in the car. He oh. has a he just has a clip of the film, but he doesn't. I don't know if that's no. It. I, ba it. I basically took the whatever clip you gave me and I just pulled out all the Ron parts and pushed that together. 
Yeah, well, oh, it, let's play that at, anyway. It'll be fun. Well, I'm showing well, it right now. On the, I'm showing what? I let it go. You know, it would have been perfect after the song "Get in the Car" to see me as a cop yelling at my co-star, saying, "Get in the car! Just get in the car!" I said, "Get in the car!" and I kept doing that over and but over. But it just again. Has, the, the video you made just has his parts, right, Ron? I mean, right, Chad? Yep. Let's play it for everybody, and you can see Ron in action. I can am. I see it? You can see it's it right gonna... now, playing on your ITV, probably. Oh my God! <laughs> can other people hear it? They can. They can't hear it though, right? They can just no, see it. No, I don't even know if I hold on a second. I don't even know. Let's see, audio device. Let's see if this works. I got four corporate select ties in the past two days. You, nope, I don't hear you're it. the murderer. Uh, There's no monster the out talk. there. When, where are you? When? Well, well, at least he has there you go. Anyway, it was a film that I did a couple of years ago. Broker, I played a cop in Brooklyn who was frustrated. Irish Ginger said she has the DVD. <laughs> I'll kill her. She's throw got the Blu-ray. Irish, throw it in the garbage. <laughs> it's going to be a cult classic one day. What are I, you talking about? I think about? so. Because the yeah, worst... Look how good you look, though. Look how good you look. Any handsome on screen, Chad? Look how no, good. I got hanging necks. I need a neck no, job. Hey, no, gorgeous. I look like an old goat. You got to like love it. So no, everybody no. can't even see it. Only some people can see it. Oh, look, you can't even see I can't even see it. It's so dark. Didn't you have lights? <laughs> Fabulous. Anyway, <laughs> that's for everybody. It was good. You could save on the makeup man. Just don't have lights. <laughs> and nobody can I think see they saved on a lot of things on that show. Oh, we had a lot of fun in that <laughs> film. It was a nightmare. Donna says you, you sound so mafia, but I'm not sure what it like if she could, if she maybe maybe she's seen it. I don't know. Yeah, no, I was supposed to be from Brooklyn, so I I would spoke like this. Ask me about it. You've got to know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Get over here. Get in the car. Get in the. My dog got frightened. Grand, <laughs> Daddy's acting, honey. She's having a fit. Look at her. I, so get in the car, and then finally she turned around and said. What did she say? I forgot. Anyway, it was a very good scene. I think it was the best scene in the whole movie. It was very fun. We had a good time. She became Miss Pennsylvania. You know, she's quite a beauty. If I could remember her name. Oh, God. Anyway, she was a beautiful, beautiful young actress. Absolutely. We loved it. Anyway. Um, she was sweet. We liked her. Yes, we did. We and did. she was Miss Pennsylvania like three years ago. You gotta like love. You what gotta like love name? the whole thing. Why do I not remember names, Jimmy? I forgot her name too, actually. Is it because we're old? I can look it up though. On tw I can look it up. Hang on. It be, it it's not nice not to mention her name. You know, this is what happens when you turn like thirty. Valerie Gatto. Is Valerie. Well, she's not Gatto anymore. She got married. Okay, but her name. I don't know Valerie if she Gatto. still keeps Gatto. Does she stay single named? Um, I don't know. Well, I'm, uh, um, I think that's the only movie she's ever made. So Probably. Yeah, I, after that movie, she didn't want to be in the business anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I retired, too. <laughs> so, you guys, we have had such a busy week. Wednesday night, we did the fashion show, which we talked about, and it was a lot of fun. And Ron did look gorgeous, by the way. Everybody thought he looked gorgeous. Then Friday night, we went with um, Ron's nephew. And his girlfriend, Billy and Judy, we went to Randy Jones's birthday party. Right. Randy Jones is the cowboy from the Village People. You want MCA? I want to go to the wine. And at his birthday MCA. party, we met Chris Jones, and Chris Jones is the Grace Jones's brother. Yes, and he's a great singer. Yes. And we also met Emerus Cooper, who's like in every freaking like Hallmark movie and like all kinds of like super big television shows and movies. And we got to meet him, and that was fun. Um, and, and I was already following him on, on Twitter, which was cool. And if you want to see pictures, go to Ron Russell's show on Facebook, and I'll friend you. 
Yes, you guys know him too. He was like in all kinds. He's in the Roy the Real Royals TV show. Um, Vanity. I don't know. He's in a whole bunch of different things. But anyway, it's really cool. He was a lot of fun, and we enjoyed meeting him. and And the whole thing was just a lot of fun. Was it? What was it again? Was it for the ninth time? It was a lot, a lot of fun. Of fun. No, it wasn't a lot of fun. Talk about Ron redundance. Got, Ron got into a fight with the guy. What? Not. <laughs> don't lie. Why do you say that? Let's hear about it. Spill the beans. No, 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 no. One of the uh, the, the 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 people that uh, comp that pushed the poopy. No, he was very nasty and rude to a young lady, and I defended the young lady. Yeah. You know, gallant. Ron me. is very I'm, gallant. I'm, I'm from the olden days, and I don't like anybody to mistreat a woman. Good for you. And this, all this woman did was cross the lobby, which she wasn't supposed to do, and he stood in front of her, and then she continued walking and he pushed her mm. and yeah he held her back and pushed her and i went over to him and i said you do that one more time i will call the police and you will be arrested and the girl thanked me and then the guy gave us mouth and he was somebody that worked in the building he was one of the lobby lackeys i think it was the concierge or something well that's too bad we'll go for standing up for the lady that wasn't a Ron fight. Is it wasn't a fight. It was right, that wasn't no fight I, if it weren't me it would have been another guy i just happened to be next to her you know, sneaking across the lobby. They all but, say they love Grace Jones and they want to know who's your favorite person in the village people. Oh, I have to say Randy because I know Randy. Randy's a friend. I mean, it, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, yeah, Randy, definitely. I could. I don't even, I've never met the other ones, have I, Jimmy? I haven't. So I don't think, I don't think I've ever them. met the, the rest of the village people. So unless you met him before. Yeah, me, no, I Randy's a doll. We love Randy. We've. This is our second birthday party. Uh, two years ago, we went to Randy's party, and this year, he does really nice parties with sparkles and balloons and things coming down. It's very, very festive, and it was a beautiful room right across from the Plaza Hotel. You can't beat the address. Yes. I mean, it was chic and fabulous, and everybody was beautifully dressed. It was like the old days. It was wonderful. And we met this fabulous lady. Actually, we met... Yeah, where, whatever happened Her name's Marsha. No, we met Marsha. Oh, Marsha. Marsha, my love. Marsha records... Yeah. Um, what do you call those? She's coming on our show. She records, she makes tapes. What do you call that when you're relaxation tapes or whatever that you listen to with the streams and the water and all that kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, and she's going to come on and teach us how to de stress and how to relax and how to think positively. And when you have a major decision, how to get your body to give you the right answer to the major decision. And she's gorgeous and I love her. And she's my new friend. So we're going to have her on, I think, after, after the New Year's, the new year. And that's a perfect time to have her on because we're all bombed, you know, drunken out and doped out and whatever out. Not me. Stressed I don't do out. drugs. I don't do drugs. I don't Meditation. Even drink. Yes, that's it. Meditation. Thank yeah. you, goddess. That Jimmy and I really seriously, I swear to God, we do not drink or do drugs. Jimmy has never done a drug in his life. And he used to drink beer when he was in college. And Jimmy won't even. No, not beer, alcohol. He won't even have a cocktail. I I'll, like I'll have stuff. a cocktail every now and then. But one, I'm not a drinker. I don't like the taste of alcohol. I've never like really liked it either. No, one time I had martinis, and they were what kind were they? Oh, uh, mango teenies. Mango teenies, and they were delicious. I had about three of them. I threw up and went to sleep. So they that's that's they, not an idea of a good night. They all say they love Grace Jones in the chat room too, which I love Grace. Chad, do you know who Grace Jones is? 
Uh, yeah, wasn't that Superdome or a Mel Gibson movie, Mad Max or something? Grace Jones. So that was she Tina was Turner. A, that was Tina Turner. Grace Jones Grace wasn't Jones in James James Bond. She was in one of the James Bond movies. A major, well. major model and a singer and a performer. Grace Jones, yeah. The buzz cut, short hair. Yeah, black the buzz hair. cut. Yes, you yes. got it. And we're Fit. talking to her brother to try to get she and her brother on because her brother is a singer and he has a song out also. So if he could bring Grace Jones on, we'd love to have the both of them on. Except Grace is in England performing. She's doing a worldwide tour. European tour. Europe, well, worldwide, he said. She's going all over Japan, all over. Yeah, but not, not to the United States. Well, the United States, for reasons of her own. You know, yeah, because they don't pay her. They don't they pay her in Europe. <laughs> you know, they offered her 50000 bucks for a performance, and that's a joke because a woman of... Uh, you don't offer fifty thousand, please. She has a thirty-something people person band, so she yeah, can't like. I mean, and she's an international star. I mean, she's big in Europe, France. She's from Paris, and she's big, big in France. You gotta like love it though. We had yeah. a good time. Anyway, we had a good time there, and then um, we went back on Monday night to the Bowery Electric, where we saw Ike Avelli. Because we didn't mention Ike. We saw Ike Avelli, right. who's a comedian. And then we saw the Brian Faldudo band. And then we saw Togo Ultra Rock, which was fabulous. And then we saw Aaron Paul. And then the next night, we went to the Duplex, which Ron played at one time many years ago. Well, that's a funny story. I'm in the Duplex, and I'm looking around, and I thought, oh, my God, I must have had a stroke last night. I played this room, and it doesn't look anything familiar. I almost died. So I spoke to the sound man. I said, did you guys knock out walls and remodel this and make a bigger stage? He said, no, it's the same as it's always been. I said, it can't be. In 1965, I played this room as Jane Russell. And, and, some, and I think I was with Charles Pierce and a few other people. He said, well, what year? I said, 1965. He said, no, 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 no. The duplex used to be number 35 Grove Street. This building is 1984 and we made it to duplex again i said oh good because i thought i was flipping out now 35 grove today is another nightclub but i remember it when barbara streisand played there woody allen joan rivers roger dangerfield these were the people that were starting off in the business uh, i guess oh, rodney rodney dangerfield. Rod, rodney dangerfield the same time i was and the upstairs, downstairs, the duplex, these were all the clubs that we played for like nothing or 50 bucks if you were lucky, uh, just to get exposure. And Barbara Streisand sang there many times for free. Imagine Barbara Streisand for free. Now it's like $1,000 a ticket. <laughs> well, you know, you, you have to start somewhere. That's right. But uh, Greenwich Village lost its luster, but now it's got it back. It's got nightclubs, it's got fabulous cafe street restaurants, uh, I'm sorry they're closing the Riviera down, that wonderful triangular restaurant opposite the duplex. It's been there for thousands of years, and I've eaten there when I was a kid and as a teenager. And I went there on a lot of dates and stuff, and they closed it. I guess the rents got too high, and now they'll knock it down and put up some ugly, disgusting building and ruin Greenwich Village, which used to look like Paris. There you go. You there do? you go for the village. Uh, Chat, oh, Chad, they, oh, never mind. I was going to say, they said, they said that the video went down, but now it came back. Yes, I turned it off for a second because it was like I did go over to the monitor and I noticed there was some breakup in it. So I had to stop it, lower the resolution a little bit. It's probably pulling too much memory, and it should be okay now. We're Great. clear we as a bell. Yeah, we look, you could see my bags <laughs> under my eyes. We look gorgeous. You could see the hanging neck 
Watch, I'll swing my neck. Watch, it's going to swing. No, <laughs> yeah, oh, he, he makes a chicken noise. <laughs> no, turkey. It's called turkey neck. You know, when you turn 50, it happens, and I, I'm turning 50 next year, and so my neck went. Here's to you. Look good, Ron. I feel good. That's all that matters, even though I'm getting a stent put in next week. <laughs> Wait in that I am. sentence. They're going into my wrist. They're putting a stent near my heart. Right. Because I have a blockage of some kind. We're going on Monday. On Monday. And, I, and if I die, I told the audience, blame Jimmy. Yeah, that's really not nice. It's going to be your fault because you had me running around to nightclubs, dancing, right. screaming, singing. Bad on the heart. I could have stayed home and let you go loose. Yeah. Tramp, <laughs> tramp that you are. You'd have been shacking up with everybody in New York. You'd have came home with every disease that's known to man. <laughs> oh yeah, he would. Oh yeah, if I Listen let him, him. if I terrible. let him go alone, he would have came home with every social disease there was. No, I wouldn't. We would have had to bathe him in Clorox <laughs> in the bathtub. Spray him straight down. Clorox. That's a terrible thing. Oh yeah, and spray him with you know gasoline and then set him on fire Run. to kill the bugs that he would have on his body. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Jimmy the Slut, what can I tell you? That's disgusting. Look at that nice picture of us. I know, wow. It's too big, though. I'm trying to make it small. <laughs> no, just blur it again. No, we don't want it to be blurry. Oh, blur, yours, blur my side. Leave your side alone. Anyway, I want to talk to my goddess. Goddess, baby, yes. what's cooking? You know, you're on Facebook with these one-liners. I don't get anything out of it. You got to write more about what's going on, my sweet petunia. Love that goddess, girl. Absolutely. We have so many people in the in the chat room that we love. We love Med Grugnik. We love uh, Iris. Iris. Billy. Everybody. We have, I mean, Irish we really, we really, we really care. Emperor Drew. You know, after so many years on the air and and so many guests, we've had hundreds and hundreds of guests. You really acquire a lot of friends, and Jimmy and I have. And you all know it when people, our guests, say, "Oh, we got to hang out. Come to Palm Springs or come to New York City." So it's a very nice way to meet. She says people. she might be selling her house and moving. Moving where? I don't know. We're moving where, Goddess? Move to want... move to Palm Springs. Or New York. Then we could be social friends. We she could said see the storms each other. are freaking out. I guess because there's another one coming. Well, sell your house. Remember though, if you go to California, you have earthquakes and. Yeah. Shut up! I wanted to move to Palm Springs. Don't scare her. Well, but you have something everywhere. That's what my point. True. Yeah, but an, er- an earthquake just the house falls on you. The chances of being under a table <laughs> and being the hurricane, safe. you have a warning to get out. That's right. Yeah, if you got ten thousand dollars for an airline ticket, but you don't have it. You don't have a. You could just drive. You don't have a warning though. If you're in California and right. the earthquake hits, it just hits. You exactly. don't get a warning. Our friend Debbie lives in uh, Boca Raton. It took Debbie two days to get to Jacksonville. That's because okay. they waited till like two or three days before the storm. I don't know. When did Debbie leave for? for she she, she was long. coming up here. She never got here. She did. They all made. They, everybody waited to the last yep. second. And then there's yep. a million people on the road. Right. Yep. Actually, like Lady Lake Music, she told us that they took all the back roads. They used Google Maps to not drive the highway to get out through all the back roads. Nice. And that way, <laughs> they went on the highway. So that was smart. Yeah, right? That's good thinking. Smart. It really is. Um, Ginger says move to Eagle Rock, California. Where's Eagle Rock? Have you been to Eagle Rock? Never heard of it. Never heard of it, Ginger. Sorry. <laughs> Whenever the hurricanes came to Florida, I never left. I used to tie myself to a palm tree and then, you know, let the hurricane come. Oh, yeah. Like the movie Hurricane with, with um, oh, God, with, uh, my mind's gone. With John, John, somebody, he tied uh, his wife to a palm tree. That's a- <laughs> It's an old movie, or it's an old movie with John. What the hell was his name? And Dar- she was Dorothy Lamour, and he tied 
her she was a Hawaiian lady, and he tied it to a palm tree. Did she live? And you saw, yeah, well, just as it was so Hollywood. The wind is blowing and the water is hitting her and her hair is wet and it's all curly blowing back. Meanwhile, she's got lip gloss, false eyelids. She's painted like a hussy and she's in the hurricane. From 1937? Right. Wow. And you see a little bit of water, a few dewdrops. Dorothy Lamour, John Hall, Mary jo Astor, and C. Aubrey. Right, Smith. John Hall. Yeah, he did. He tied it to a friggin' palm tree. And you see the winds are blowing and things are flying by. And the camera comes in for the close-up. And there she is, juicy red lips with the big eyelashes. <laughs> Hollywood didn't do it right in those days. Uh, Goddess says she's been there for 29 years. Yeah, she's only 26. Uh, 22. And it's never been so bad in those waters. Freaking eclipse. I don't know. Eclipse. I don't know what that means. Well, you're not. Oh, the, maybe the eclipse had something to do with the earthquake and the. No, earthquake. no, no. It, it was, was Kim Jong Il. No, it was what I went hysterical when Trump was on television and he called John. Uh, Rocket Man. Uh, Rocket Man, you blew it. Don't ever step on my lines again. Here I keep telling you, stop Here it. Here we go. He called him Rocket Man. I cracked up laughing. I think Trump is a crazy son of a bitch. I mean, really, the things he comes out with, presidents never spoke that way. He's like a stand-up comic. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Did you Rocket see his Twitter man. post on uh, hitting Hillary in the back with his golf ball? Oh, no. He hit her in the back with a golf well, ball? Well, somebody <laughs> chopped the chopped the uh, two videos together, but you got to see oh, it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it shows Trump taking a swing probably on one of his golf courses. Then it cuts to Hillary going into uh, her big jet, uh, jet airliner, and the, and the ball hits her in the back, and she trips and falls into the plane. That's disgusting. It is pretty bad. That's I'm like, this terrible. is our president. So, Come on. So uh, so not nice. You know, we're Americans. Isn't that bullying? Respect each other. Isn't that you bullying? What? Isn't that being a bully? Yes. Here of we are trying is. to teach our kids not to bully others, and here's our president leading the are way. All your kids have to do is read Facebook, and they'll be the best bullies in the world. Yeah. You know? I may not like Trump. I don't give my political views to anyone, but I will not disrespect him because he is indeed the president of our country. Good or bad or indifferent, we have to show, we have to set a precedent to young people, a thing called respect. Young people today do not have respect. That's true. I believe they, they, that. they, they talk about elderly people with such disgust. You know, that's why I'm fighting ageism. Like, go on, you old man, you're ready to die any day, drop dead. I mean, I've heard terrible things said to elderly people. And, and when people are walking in Manhattan, if they have a walker and they're old, you hear people, could you get out of my way, please? Excuse me, excuse me. I mean, the person's 100. They have a grip, they're, they're crippled. And these young son of a bitches are yelling, excuse me, excuse me, I'm in a rush. Well, the old lady's in a rush too, but she ain't in a rush to go in the box yet, so don't push her. <laughs> That's one thing I have to say. We went out with Togo Ultra Rock and his band, and the band is like, they're like, you know, late 20s, early 30s or whatever, and like, they were so respectful because like, we're old for them. You know what it is? It's the culture. When I did the underwear thing, everybody there was basically Puerto Rican. Most of, I say 80% of the models were Puerto Rican. They treated me with such reverence and respect, I cannot tell you. They were kind. They were nice. They said, can you do They were telling me. They were showing me like I was the father or grandfather, probably great-grandfather. But <laughs> no. And the same thing with the band. They're from England, and they respect the elders. No, they're not from England, though. Well, they lived in England. No, they're from here. They're from well, like, then they're Americans. They're from like South Dakota or North well, Dakota. Well, maybe, maybe Southerners have a little more style. 
But One of the guys that was a Native American Indian. He was delightful. He was delightful. Yeah. But, you know, people in L.A. are not the nicest. It used to be. When I moved to California in 1949, I was a little boy, and as growing up there a little bit, uh, everybody would say, have a good day, come again, can I help you, how are you? Everybody was so polite, as in Florida also. Now L.A. is ruder than New York has ever been. So we have got to learn to respect our elders because one day, if you're lucky, you'll, be, you'll be an elder and you won't like it when people make fun of you. Like that stupid jerk in the gay bar that when I walked in with my friend, he said, oh, I hate old people when they try to dress young. You know, don't do that and let me hear it. It's not nice. I didn't say that you're disgusting, ugly, and nobody's ever <laughs> going to go out with you, you ugly little faggot. Just did. I mean, you know, I had doubt, I had movie stars fall in love with me, you piece of shit. How <laughs> <laughs> do you like that one, Chad? I, 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 dated a I dated a very famous movie star who was magnificent looking, George Nader. Look him up, kids. Breathtakingly beautiful. You had other ones that wanted, didn't? didn't I, I've gone. I'm not mentioning them. Didn't I've Vincent Price want to go out with you? No, Vinnie Price. No, don't talk about things you don't know. That's not okay. nice. You're indicating he's gay. We're not going to do that. No, I just met as a friend. I didn't mean as a. Yes, yeah, a friend. Yeah, Vincent Price and I got along really great. He was also Jane Russell's good friend. So we were in that. But Vinnie, Vincent Price was absolutely one of the wittiest men. No, Mil Milton Berle tried to ball me. Oh. I was like 17. He chased me around the restaurant all night. We don't need to know who tried to ball you because I'm like married to you and I don't want to know all the... No, but I, I've had many celebrities. <laughs> no, I've had many celebrities hit on me because, you know, I was arm candy. When he has all the women hit on him. No, when you're young and you're in the Hollywood scene, all the older gay actors come after you because you're part of the scene. Like my best friend, Mr. Blackwell. He was lovers with Tyrone Power. And he was in a three-way with Randolph Scott and Cary Grant. Because back in, and also Cesar Romero was lovers with Tyrone Power. They had to keep it in the studio. They had to keep it secret. So they would say, oh, there's a new guy in town and he's gorgeous and he's hung and he swings. So everybody would jump on him. Meanwhile, gonorrhea was going around the studios like it was no tomorrow. <laughs> because if, one per if a young guy came in with gonorrhea, they all got it. And that's the big joke. But, uh, yeah, Mr. Blackwell was tr tried to kill himself when Tyrone Power broke up with him. That's he was terrible. devastated. And I asked R Richard, uh, Mr. Blackwell, I said, who was the love of your life? And he said, Tyrone Power. And here he was married to uh, Robert Spencer for, for 60 years or whatever. But um, Hollywood's gay world was very private then. And nobody it's squealed. still private. Well, not so much now. Now we have an idea who's a fruit and who's not. You know. <laughs> All right, so let's let's Chad. Let's see if we can get our guest. Maybe we'll play a song so you can work out getting her. Mm -hmm. Let's do uh, Revolution, and the name of the song is Dinosaurs. And I think you guys will like this this song a lot. Uh, Wait, what did you say? Dinosaurs or vaginosaurs? No, dinosaurs. No. Oh, I thought he said vaginas. You got that one, Chad? I do have that one. All right, everybody. So we're you gonna have vaginas. We're gonna work on getting I don't our have vaginosaurs. In the meantime, here's Revolution's <laughs> Dinosaurs.
Jimbo, there you go. Hi, everybody. All right. Okay, hold on. So let's just make sure everybody can hear you. Just say hi, and then we'll do an introduction. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. That's fabulous. All right. All right, everybody. Here we go. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and beautiful Sonny Mabry. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hi. How are you guys? Fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm fine, but do you have a mask you could put on? You're very ugly. <laughs> And I, I, and you're offending me by I have to look at you through the whole interview. <laughs> I, I've got some really good key lighting coming. It's beaming right in on the old face. So you need it. Are you married? Wait, we have to introduce everybody. Wait, I gotta get this gossip before we go on. Are you yeah, married? I, I am. I'm married to another actor. His name is Ethan Embry. Oh, uh, are you really married to Ethan Embry? Yeah. What? Do you guys know him? Uh, I've asked him to come on the show. He follows me on Twitter. I love him. Oh, so he hasn't come on our show, so divorce the son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, well, my God. I can't believe you're married to Ethan Embry. He's like the coolest dude ever. He's the son on uh, Jane Fonda's show. I know. <laughs> what you think I'm stupid? Grace and Frankie. Plus, he's also uh, Empire Records for me is like like one of the greatest like movies like ever. Like I'm old, so like for me, that's like such a great movie, and he's such a great actor. And I was wondering, because you've been in a couple movies with him, and I was even going to bring it up like, wow, what's Ethan Embry like? Because you've been in a bunch of films with him, and I love him to death, and, and you're married to him, so I, I guess he's pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, getting back, getting back to your face, you are absolutely beautiful. Thank and you. you remind me so much of the fabulous actress of the 1960s and 70s, Carol Lindley. She was in the original Poseidon Adventure with Shelley Winters. When okay. the ship went upside down, she was the I, young, beautiful blonde that was singing. She sang that song. I just I just have Google searched her very quickly. And I see what you're saying there. Yeah. We, Gore, we favorite same her. hair, same hair, same cheekbones. You could play yeah. her life story. You look like Carol Lindley. And she was a beauty. I mean, she, and poor thing has MS now, you know, age and, age and disease really wrecks people, but she's still beautiful. Absolutely. So let me introduce you to everybody. This is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Ron Russell. Hi, sweetheart. Hi, Ron. How are you? I'm, I'm Jimmy good, honey. I'm Jimmy Starr. We have behind the boards, our man behind the boards is Chad Murphy. So say hi to Chad. Hello. Hi, Chad. Hey, Sonny. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Great voice, like he has such a great voice. And uh, but Chip, you belong on a magazine cover for like American Pie. No, you're the you're the idea of what all Americans look like in fashion and vogue. Uh, Cheryl Teagues, that type. You know, you have that wonderful. She's too young to know who Cheryl Teagues is. Oh, Do you know who Cheryl Teagues is? I know that. Yeah, I'm not. Mom, another beauty. You look. Look like. at the pictures. He's putting up all kinds of pictures of her. Okay, hold on. We also Gorgeous. have a chat room full of people. So say hello to everybody. Oh, look in the at chat that room. picture. Hi, oh, my, everybody uh, in the chat room. Beautiful. How are y'all? <laughs> Absolutely okay. fantastic. So where where are you actually? Are you in California? Yeah, I'm in LA. There you go. And, and you know, we're gay guys and we're married for five years and gay guys love beautiful women. You know, they think that we hate women. That's bullshit. We oh, hate no. ugly women. No, no, no. <laughs> we love beautiful women. We love to compliment them and tell them they're beautiful without expecting something in return. I've definitely felt the love from a lot of gay men. Yeah, absolutely. We, we appreciate what you look like and how you dress and how you act. No, we see more of you than... And I appreciate you as well. No, but seriously, we see more of you in film than the audience does. Because we look at your nails, we look at your clothes, we look at your hair, <laughs> we look at your face, 
We it is hard to get a, you know, most men to uh, to look at my nails. No, and they're good. No, men, Absolutely, men look at one thing and then you say, hello, my face is up here. You <laughs> know, that, that old joke. But gay men look at everything, you know. Actually, we were we were at Randy Jones. Randy Jones is in the Village People, and he had a birthday in New York Friday night, and we went to his birthday party, and there was these two girls that everybody was taking pictures of. They were kind of scantily clad, but literally, I mean, like, they looked like supermodels. And I walked, and everybody was, like, oogling them and everything, and I walked over to them and said, you guys are really beautiful. And I said, and I'm gay. I'm not I trying to hit on you or anything. So just to let you know, it's a real compliment because you're just gorgeous, you know, and I don't want anything from it. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, but I said the same thing to one of them. You know what she said? What? Oh, I, I, what did she say? I'd hit on you. <laughs> so, I said, I'm old enough to be your grandfather. She said, yeah, but it's called distinguished. <laughs> I thought she was kidding with me, but they were lovely girls. So, okay, getting back so to now you. We have Sunny. First of all, you guys, if you want to follow Sunny on Twitter, she's on Twitter <laughs> at Sunny Mabry, S-U-N-N-Y-M-A-B-R-E-Y. We're going to talk about a bunch of different things. You guys know her from many, many things, but... If you're a fan of Once Upon a Time, you know her as Glinda, and she's so beautiful. Okay, but like, before you get into her PR stuff, I want to get people to know who she is. Where are you from? I'm from Alabama. Oh. Uh, Jimmy's dad was from Alabama. No, Kentucky. Same. Really? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like New Jersey and New York. You know, if you say I'm from New York, you say the oh, same thing as Jersey. <laughs> are you from New York? Oh, how can you? You can't tell. <laughs> I can. I I heard the accent. I just did. I wasn't able to place the exact. Brooklyn, Brooklyn New York. Brooklyn, good old Brooklyn, I'm from, New York. I'm from Florida. Okay. I was yeah. Born, I, I'm a Gator. Actually, I went to University of Florida, so I'm a Florida Gator. What's your? Uh, so, what's the city that you grew up in? Um, I actually grew up in West Palm Beach. My okay. West Palm. I, I'm everything native Florida. So Miami, West Palm Beach. I went to high school in Jacksonville College in Gainesville. And when I graduated, I lived in Fort Lauderdale, Pompano, and Boca. Nice. Okay, I've lived both of those places that you guys are from, and I love them dearly. Now, were you like? Did you graduate as the most popular girl? Not at all. Not oh, at all. Right. I was. A, I, I know it's a cliche to say this, but I was a huge nerd, and I really was a band nerd. Um, and I still love the band and the fact that I did all that, but um, I couldn't get popular for some reason. I tried. Are you nerds serious? Rule, nerds rule now, though. It's you fabulous. didn't win best looking in your graduation uh, class? No, I did. I did end up winning Homecoming Queen in my senior <laughs> Excuse me, bitchette. Oh, excuse me. I was homely and horrible. Nobody loved me, but I was Homecoming Queen. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. But there is there is a key there's a there's a there's a catch to that and that is I was never popular and then they I guess my class got tired of voting for the same people to win every year so all of a sudden I just want to I'd never won any of that stuff and you I was like why? and you know why my daughter Leslie was Miss Long Island Miss New York first runner up in Miss America Eastern Division Wow. She looks like Michelle Pfeiffer or Grace Kelly. She's outrageously beautiful. She was a Powers model, okay? Couldn't get a date. You know why? The what? boys were terrified of her because they all said, a girl that looks like that's not going to want a guy like me. And my daughter used to say to me, Daddy, when I go on a date, I wish a guy would take me to a movie. I said, why, Leslie? She said, they always take me to parties to show me off. So when you're very beautiful, like you, you are not popular. Okay. I, I don't even think I blossomed until later, though. Like, I, you know, I wasn't, I was kind of invisible. I really was. Like, I was quiet. I had my friends that were also, like, fellow nerds, and I, 
Yeah, but there's, there's, every, every once in a while, your Alabama little like wait a twang second. comes out. It's beautiful. Wait a it second. really is. It's I so got to get the facts yeah. here. I got to get the facts. How did you become homecoming queen? Because I think I think maybe my senior year, people, I don't know, maybe the guys started to notice me a little bit. And then it kind of caught on just to vote for me because I'd never gotten anything before. I really think it was kind of like a fluke. Homecoming <laughs> queen, there's nothing better than being homecoming queen. Unless you're, you're like a faggot and you're the queen. Drag queen. <laughs> I've been voted best drag queen. <laughs> That's an amazing honor as well. <laughs> I never, th I thought after that I would become popular, but I didn't. Uh, it didn't help at all. <laughs> I was so no, but you married a handsome movie star. Yeah, I did. That's true. So, hold on. Where did, so did, did you, did you, how long have you been acting? Well, I'm not finished I'm, snooping. I know, but I want to I want to know that. if she's got children. You're going to date me quite a lot if, if I tell you that, but it's been like, uh, 18, maybe almost 20 years since I started acting. 20 years. And I don't, so, so I, don't, you know, I have a stepson, but I okay. haven't any of my own, right. but I've got, I've had, I've been with, um, I've been around in my stepson's life since he was three and he's oh, now, so he's like you. yours. He's 17 now. Good for you. Close by too. And they're very, we're all really super close. Right. So Actually, great. though, you don't look old at all. No matter how old you are, you look. I mean, you look like you could definitely. You could look like you could be in your mid twenties. So the fact that you're older, I, I would have said she. When I you. first saw her, I pegged her at like twenty eight, twenty nine. Yes, yeah, so thirty she, tops. So you're doing very well. Thank you. Please. She's got that baby face. They never get old. <laughs> so I went through your whole catalog of everything that you've been in, which I've seen tons of everything that you've been in. Like, like the new guy is like another one because I'm old. Like that's like a movie that was just such a great movie, but. I don't see anything on in your thing is like extra. Like all I do is see you in movies and like you're all, all right. You didn't like. It's like you didn't even have to like start with like the shit that everybody has to do. You automatically like got good shit right, oh, good roles and things right away. And that well, you didn't have to like like uh, if you look on my IMDb, I've got like fifty fucking extra credits. Yeah, and and, and 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 every extra movie was a horror. It was a piece of crap. <laughs> you know what? I I did do a couple of extra parts. But I started mo as a model, you know, and then I started doing commercials, and then I kind of... That's she's so ugly. I love her. <laughs> she's got balls, this one. I love this one. She's got great big balls. I'm ugly. Nobody liked me in school. I wasn't popular. I won Done. Homecoming Queen. I'm, I'm a model. She she's a late bloomer, though. Ask my high school classmates. I wish, I wish they were here. Um, <laughs> please, please, yeah, like, uh, please. Ew, I'm telling you, but uh, yeah, and you were a model. What else did you win? I, how many, I started modeling after my first year of junior college. Did and you win a beauty contest? No, I never did contests. Okay. So you didn't really model for that long. If you quit after your first year of junior college, no, I, I didn't quit then. I started then. Started then. Okay, I was right. going to say that was quick. Okay, so Look how pretty yeah. she? Well, did really you like pretty. study acting in college, or what did you study in college? Um. Acting, yeah. I eventually studied acting. I started out as an art major. I had an art scholarship and um, did my first year on that. Then I went and modeled for a little while, kind of lost my second year of that scholarship. Um, <laughs> my mom was not happy, but uh, she, she eventually came to accept my entertainment choices. And I, I wanted to go to school, though, with people my age because I knew I wanted to go to college and graduate. And... Um, 
I, from what I heard back then, modeling was like over at 22, which isn't true. 19, 19. I've, I don't know. <laughs> I found out that it's not the case, not at all. So thankfully. So, but anyway, I, I stopped modeling and I went back to school, University of Mobile. And I, that's where I took, I started out in art and then I took a theater elective and started doing um, set design and set construction and stuff. Cause I'm like, this is, I'm already an artist. Like that's impractical enough. Do I have to also really love acting? Like that's not. It's not a good job idea. So I, I tried to. You know, I kept saying I'm going to go to graduate school to be uh, a set designer, but I ended up acting, and there I was doing. Go. Oh, you became an actress because you wanted steady work, benefits. <laughs> Yeah, and, and retirement <laughs> money. <laughs> so you guys, just to, to give to give an idea of some of the things you guys have seen Sunny in, um, she was in the new guy, Species Three, Triple X, State of the Union, One Last Thing, Final Approach with uh, Dean Cain, Anthony Michael Hall, and Ernie Hudson. I just bring that up because they've all been we on know the show, Ernie because they've oh, all been okay. on this. We know Ernie well. Ernie's a sweetie. I didn't see oh, not since I didn't. I didn't, love Ernie. Hang on, I didn't see. Yeah. Uh, what she's uh, Ernie's also in her husband's show. Oh yeah! He oh yeah! He plays. He plays Willis Tomlin's boyfriend. Uh, right. We freak out when we see Ernie. Um, He's I, uh, cool. You guy. were in Not Since You, which I didn't see, but I'm a huge fan of Kathleen Robertson and Christian Kane because I'm like from the Beverly Hills 90210 generation, and she's like right. was on Beverly Hills 90210. You were on an episode of Rules of Engagement, and our Christmas Eve show uh, was Patrick Warburton was uh, our guest right. on the oh. show. So he's really cool. She's in Madman Repo with Jason Mewes. He's been on the show. Um, Memphis Beat with Jason Lee and DJ Qualls, and Jason Lee's been on the show. In Plain Sight, The Closer of Vegas, The Child with Eric Roberts, The Trainer, The Client List, um, which I, I freaking like, love that show. We had a bunch of people from that show on the show. The Glades, which I was an extra in, but it's not on my like resume because uh, – Because you never – they saw the back of your head. I know. Head. They saw the back of my head, but I was in Florida, so that was a lot of fun. Um, Teacher of the Year with Keegan-Michael Key, who's become one of the biggest stars in Hollywood at the moment. Still the King – with Billy Ray Cyrus and Joey Lauren Adams, a bunch of dicks with Ethan Embry, her husband, who I didn't know when I wrote those little notes, and I wrote that down because I thought that was a cute Oh, title. now we can really torture him. Escaping Dad, Snakes on a Plane, and Once Upon a Time with every ma great stars, and now she has a new movie. It's a movie, right? Beyond the Trek. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, an, it's a movie. It's, I, I saw it's on video on demand. It stars Michael Nuri, John Posey, oh, TJ Hogan, Michael. Lance Broadway, and her. Yes, Michael. Say, tell Michael um, Halloween night, with, I was with John Voight when they threw um, eggs at Angie Voight and Angelina Jolie. She was a oh, little kid. My daughter, Deirdre, is Angie's friend. And we took them to the haunted house in Beverly Hills, John Voight and I. And suddenly, Doris Day's son, Camden, started throwing eggs at Angelina Jolie, Angie Voight. And John wasn't bothered. I was upset. And Michael just walked around the corner, and he was appalled at it. And so we just spent the evening trotting along. He's the nicest guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a super nice and guy. And he's handsome I, as hell. He's so handsome. Very good-looking man. Gorgeous. I neighbor, you and him. Listen to yeah. me. Listen to me. Listen to <laughs> me. compliment. What'd she say? You. Talking about how handsome he was and you are. Uh, well, she had to return it after I complimented no, her. No, you guys. But listen, 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 I'm talking like business. Your head, but. Listen to me. I'm talking <laughs> business. Now, listen. What is the name of the casting director of the show with Jane Fonda and Louise Homlin? Oh, my gosh. Well, whatever I'm the name. Thank you, Grace. That's the name I of the show. I know. Because I auditioned. 
for the casting show. director is who? Oh, you should be on that show. Yeah, I would shut love up. To see you're you stepping on, on my lines again. You know, I set her up and then you come in and I don't do know it. What you're talking about? Well, bullshit. Get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> I mean it. I was going to say, I'm going to talk to the casting director and tell her to put her in that show. Oh, she's already auditioned for it. She just told you she auditioned for it. She did? Yeah. <laughs> it was so long ago, though. I auditioned for the, uh, for the pilot for Brooklyn's role. Oh, you and know, she. And Brooklyn. Fantastic. Yeah. She's fantastic. I mean, I have to say, you're fantastic too, but she right. does a great job on Well, the show. I think you should do a guest spot on that show. Oh, thank you. I would I love want to tell the uh, casting director. You know, she's, she could play we can like. tweet to her. We'll find out who she is and we can tweet to her because everybody like listens to her. Because my you know what? Do you know. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm 77 years old, so you're going to have to forgive me if I don't remember anything <laughs> a little bit. So this is it. Jimmy, uh, Stan. Uh, Zimmerman. Stan, Stan Zimmerman. Do you know Stan Zimmerman, the comedy yeah. writer? It's the, fabulous. the name is very familiar, but well, I he, he wrote the first season of Golden Girls. He also oh, oh. He stop also, it. Yeah. He's doing a, a, a parody, a parody to the Golden Girls, and it's called Silver Foxes. But we can't get it on the air because the networks don't want to get involved with something so gay. It's about four men who live together who are gay. Sort of like the Golden Girls, but a gay man's thing. And right. Stan Zimmerman is what probably like one of the greatest writers out there. He wrote Gilmore Girls. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. I mean, it's all over the place. He's like Hollywood's <laughs> new. No, he's Hollywood's new boy boy. You know, when they everybody gets on the bandwagon. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's promised me a couple of spots as one of these guys' boyfriend. Oh, wow. Or something. So I want to get. Come on as a guest star. Right, yeah, I want to get Silver Foxes, you know, up and running, so we promote it with every opportunity we can. So Not only for that, but because Stan Zimmerman is so fucking, yeah, he's a nice, excuse me, talented. Nice excuse me for cursing. Do you mind if I curse? Is it offend you? <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on, let's go back. Wait, wait, wait. When you ask an actress in Hollywood, do you mind if I curse? If she says yes, then she's really a nun. She's not an actress. <laughs> so let's go back. You have Beyond the Trek because uh, we want to talk about it a little bit. Because I've got a, I've got a, like a one and a half minute trailer we're gonna play so people can see it. Um, okay. So you've got Beyond the Trek. Uh, it's available on video on demand. I actually, when they first, uh, which we should say hi to October Coast who set this interview up. Uh, I actually thought it had something to do with like I actually thought it was like a Star Trek spinoff. I wasn't sure exactly like what it is. So so, but it's not really a Star Trek spinoff, right? It's just a space no. movie. But it is a space movie. Yes, it's definitely a space movie and uh, definitely sci-fi, mostly set in space. But um, it used to be called something else, but now it's beyond the trek. And it, it is not related to Star Trek. <laughs> what part do you play? Um, I play the role of Iris Duncan. I'm the first mate of the ship. Good. So then you do. What position do you hold in, in, the, in the casting? Um, I believe I'm number one. Oh, so you're the star. Don't be modest. Yes, she is the star. You're the star of the movie. We she, we need that. She is the star. No, you're the star, honey. You're the star. If you're number one position, you're the star. And it was originally called... Lance Broadway as well. He was the... Uh, he's, he's, the co he's a co-star. He's second Oh, place. they're the two stars, yes. He's, he's but no, it was called Telios originally, I think. Something like, I don't know how you pronounce that's it. That's stupid oh, because who'd, who'd ever remember that? So they changed it to Beyond the Trek. And here's yeah, the, here's the little the synopsis, everybody. A deep space mining vessel has been adrift for two years. It is suspected the crew brutally killed each other. But the reason for the bloodbath is unknown. A rescue crew is sent to find if there are any survivors, what happened and why. And we're going to play the little clip. Chad, do you have the, tri do you have the clip? I is do. this a major release? 
um, it's on video on demand. Oh, it's not in theaters. So it's, it's, not, so in it's theaters. Not, a, not a major release. Okay. Years ago, we called it a major release. It's gone the festival circuit, and it's it's played in a lot of theaters at this point, but in festivals. So now it's coming out on video on demand and on iTunes and on Voodoo. I okay. love it. Okay. And it's uh, actually, it's on the I you certainly even, will watch it. You can even buy it on YouTube and watch it on YouTube. Do you, you have aliens in it? <laughs> Are there aliens? <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to. I love, to I love alien movies. She can't tell you. <laughs> Just shake your head a little. <laughs> Just do this. Watch. So hold on. No, I love. You know, if I don't I know, have aliens, aliens, I get depressed. He loves aliens. Because Hang on. you know they're our relatives. Chad, do you have it? Yes, sir. All right, so how about Sonny? You introduce it. We're mm -hmm. going to just sit then sit for a second. We're going to play the minute clip, minute and 20 minutes, 20 second clip, and then we will come back and talk about it. Okay, everybody, this is the trailer for Beyond the Trek. You know. Still nothing from the Atromatos, three months since the last transmission. We've concluded that all of the crew are dead. Recover the cargo. This mission is vital. We're counting on you. We'll get it done. Cargo container is in here. Something's wrong. Do you have something you want to tell me? I don't think that the cargo is what we've been told. We need answers. PTSD, depression, depersonalization disorder. Whatever it was that happened. It must have been terrible. Our friend has used the past few years to learn both Mandarin and Russian. O'Neill's more lucid than he's been letting on. He's trying to tell us something. Before long, you will all irreversibly be losing your minds. I'm sorry. O'Neill's escaped. I know you're in here! The cargo will not be compromised. Go, Jimbo, beyond the track. All right, everybody. So that's beyond the track, and we have the lead actress from Beyond the Track on the show right now. Her name is Sunny Mabry, and that that video is, I mean, that movie is actually available on all the digital download sites, iTunes, uh, Amazon, probably. I don't know all of them. I know it's on YouTube because I, I when I was looking for the trailer for it, it's like you can click the button and pay three ninety nine and you can watch it. So I know it's on YouTube. So it's going to be on all the digital download sites. It's a lot of fun. It's sci fi. It's got a great looking cast. Michael Norrie's in it, and he's super great looking also. Oh, he's gorgeous. He's like six foot six or something. How tall is Michael? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, very six tall foot. I'm six foot, and I had to look up to him when I spoke to him. He was way up yeah. here. He plays that part very well because his, he just, he's just it. Did you know that years ago he played Dracula on a TV no. series, and he was mag gorgeous. He had curly so hair like an afro. And he was uh, Dracula. He was absolutely. He was young. He was so beautiful as Dracula. Everybody was tearing their necks. Flash saying, dance. You know, get me. Get Did you see Flash dance? I'm sure you saw Flash dance. Michael has a pretty good yes. work record. He was fabulous in Flash dance. So he hasn't done anything in a long time that really is significant. All the time. No, not really. He's, he's never really been superstar quality. But he's a damn good actor. I saw him on Broadway live when he did um, Victor Victoria. Oh. Did wow. you know? 
was on Broadway. Every time I turn on Law and Order, he's on Law and Order. So yeah. he's like on a lot of cool. And things. when he came out of the theater after we chatted, actually, everybody in the chat room says they love the the film looks good and they all want to see it. So that's a good thing. You know, um, we should have Michael on the show. He follows me on Twitter. We're going to contact Michael and have him <laughs> on when you when you work with him or see him. Tell him to come on the show. That we're a lot of fun. And we're nice. And you never know what to expect. It's fun. No, but we don't. We, listen, we, we, <laughs> only we only bring out the best in people. So Too hold on. Bad let's we go can't back, bring we... out your best because you're so homely. But what yeah, can we do? Right. She's got seven minutes. Let's talk <laughs> for a little bit. All right. So, so you're an actress. You've got great credits. You've worked with huge stars. If you could work with anybody that you haven't worked with yet, who would be on your bucket list? Like, Give us a male and a female. A besides you, me. Besides, besides me. Ron, who else would you like to work with in Hollywood that you haven't had the opportunity yet? Because you're so young, you're going to have plenty of opportunity. Right. Right. Well, I would like to work with Ethan because Ethan and I, we've only done that one thing and we only had like maybe one scene together. Okay. So we almost did this other movie a long time ago and uh, it didn't, it fell through last minute. Um, so I've been waiting for the opportunity to actually get to play a real role and have, you know, a really cool film with him. But cool. that being said, uh, I'm a huge fan of so many actresses. I'll just go ahead and throw out Lena. Hedy, is that how you say her last name? Yes, I think so. Yes, yeah. love her so much. Um, Tom Hardy's not bad either. <laughs> a lot of a lot of the girls who come on Look, say Tom. She Hardy. looks like Grace Kelly when she do that. Push your <laughs> hair back and lift your chin up. I'm going to direct you. Push your hair. God, she's Grace Kelly. Would <gasps> it be Grace for Halloween? You should. Yeah, you should. You should have played Grace Kelly's life. Question: You and now Jimmy and I work together every week. All right. Jimmy and I do everything together. We travel together. We go to all the openings, the shows, the movie star bullshit. We do, we're do. we together 24-7. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we kill each other. <laughs> like on the show sometimes. Tell me now. You're working with your husband. But she doesn't actually work with No, her. wait a minute. This Jimmy, get the fuck out of my <laughs> world. I hate him. I'm going to divorce him as soon as I can. I'm waiting for him to get rich. <laughs> then I'm going to divorce him because I get half. Right now I get nothing. <laughs> Anyway, not only kidding. Um, <laughs> so when you do work, if and when you do work with your husband, do you think you're going to have evening problems about when he says to you, I don't care for that line. I don't like the way you deliver it. It doesn't make my line good. And then you're going to say to him, well, your line stinks because you're a lousy actor. And then he's going to say, well, you're nothing but a beauty. You can't act either. <laughs> and then you're going to go back and forth. And then the next day you're in a divorce court and you're cleaning him out. Uh, <laughs> I don't foresee that. Um, we've already, just because, you know, <laughs> hey, the SHIT may hit the fan in some other fashion, God forbid. But we work together a lot all the time anyway, because I do a lot of, uh, we make our own stuff. I mean, we're, he's, he's really into cinematography at the moment. So I write things and he shoots them and we come cool. up with ideas together and. Um, we're, we're always creating things anyway. And yeah, we fight, we fight about it a lot, but, um, because Jimmy and I fight about this show. We never fight in our personal world. We get along beautifully. We never quarrel. The minute it comes about this show, I I'm leaving him. I'm getting the dog. The dog is packing. <laughs> no, my dog is packing. We're moving to Palm Springs to a one bedroom apartment. <laughs> Screw you. I'll never see you again. That's how I get. I get crazy because he doesn't listen. He's a know-it-all. Is your husband right. a know-it-all? We both are. And I know oh, are. see? And we're both so headstrong about our creative vision that, you know, so they're going to... It's normal. So but, are we. Well, I think everybody's that But way. it's great. It's too good of a thing to not 
just power through, you know? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. No, but you know what happens when there are two people like you? The result is professional and good. Because if you're married to a yes man and you look ugly in a shot and you say, honey, what do you think I look like in the shot? Oh, you're beautiful. I don't want that. I want the truth. Because my oh. work is, 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 is my work. So if your husband yeah. tells you, I hate the lighting, you didn't look good, which is an impossibility. <laughs> uh, if he did, you would appreciate it, right? Not get insulted. No, he, he definitely is honest. He, he's honest about, I mean, he's, he also coaches What's people. your reaction? I want your reaction to that. If he says to you, honey, you didn't look good in that scene at all. The lighting was bad. You look terrible. How do well, you react? It was because it wouldn't be because he doesn't think I look good in general. It's just in the shot. It's very right. objective, you know. Yeah. Well, there are actors. Or I know an actress, a very good friend of mine. Minutes, so she would have turned around and said, oh, well, I look good in any lighting. It's just your opinion. You know? <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I can be sensitive about stuff like that. That's but what I'm he's going been for. doing this for so long that I... I trust that that's what he's talking about is the technical, right? You know, right. Did, like do you, you know could look better. Do you know who Joan Crawford was? Oh yeah. Actress? Yeah. Joan Crawford had the same lighting man for years and years because he used to put palm trees in front of palm branches in front of the lighting or Venetian blinds because she had such a manly face. They used mm. to soften her face with this lighting, and she would ever, never, ever not work with him. Do you have uh, a cameraman that you're crazy about, or your husband? Well, I mean, he's, he's great, and I would love to have him shoot a lot of things that I do. But I, I've worked with a lot of amazing people over the years, but I'd love to have my personal <laughs> face softener. <laughs> you, you don't need a face Somebody softener. How cool would that you be? don't need a face softener, my dear. <laughs> You no, be, I mean, we all you do. could be yeah. shot with no makeup and sunshine and look gorgeous. I, Are you kidding? Hey, I know how to light myself, and maybe that's yeah. Like, you look fabulous. Yeah, you too. did a good you job, a really good on, job on, on our show. Way. This is beautiful lighting. All right, so hold on, you guys, because we only have a minute. So Sunny, I, I, before they cut me off, I think you're fabulous. What a joy you've been because I was kind of bummed out, bummed out about a few things, and you made my day, and I'm so happy you came because you're so right. pretty. And you made I mean, me you were bummed out, but I, I'm glad you feel better now. Well, I'm having a stent put in on Monday. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so that kind of bummed me out a little because I have to lay low for a couple of weeks, and I hate that. I understand. You made me happy, and you made me forget it. And I'm sure all of our uh, viewers, and we have 4.5 million people right now that are watching yeah. this. So well, we've made 4.5 million people A lot people of people, happy. man. Hey. You make them that, happy. That has one of those, and it went it went fantastically. Just watch a bunch of Netflix. You know what I mean. Just we're gonna look. We're gonna look for all you. Oh, I'm gonna, gonna Google I'm gonna, you on Netflix and see in the search yeah, bar. But when I, when I, okay, I there, there are guests that I like. I certainly watch all their films because now I know you, and I like to watch your work. So everybody, <laughs> listen up because we gotta go. Uh, we follow go. Sunny on Twitter at Sunny Mabry. She's a, she's a great, great actress. Yep. Go look her up on IMD. Watch all her stuff. Watch all her husband, Ethan Embry stuff, because he's a super talent also. We want to thank you for coming on the show. We think you're fabulous. Anytime you have anything to promote, let us know. And we want to thank October Coast for setting this whole thing up. Thank you so much. You're a lovely, lovely, lovely person, and thank we enjoyed you. it immensely. Beyond being lovely, you are delightful. Thank you. Both of you guys are amazing and so fun to talk to. <laughs> it was a fun visit. Bye. Thank, Thank you, you so Sweden. much. Everybody, go, go see Beyond the Trek. Go face. see Beyond the Trek, everybody. Bye. <laughs> bye, bye, Sweden. Bye.
you guys next week, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm glad everybody in the chat room loved it. We had a blast. See you guys next week. Bye. See you next week. Bye bye. Yeah. Tonight